Hello and welcome to Of God and Men, the show that is your answer for insomnia. <laughs> this is your host, Brom French. It is fantastic to get to be with you. If you want to reach me, you can reach me at bromfrench at mail.com or 210-854-8029. I hold in my hands a fantastic book by a very good-looking author. Very rel- very seldom do I ever talk about this book, but it is a fantastic read if you want to know where Americans or Christian Americans should stand. Name of the book, Why Christians Must Be Right, written by yours truly. I encourage you, if you get a chance, if you like one, I would love to give you one for free. You won't have to pay. If you can reach me, just send me a call, send me a text, send me a message on Facebook. And uh, we even have an interesting chapter on homosexuality and how it is going to sweep across the nation. Talking about where chaplains will be jailed for, uh, for not doing it, military chaplains. Talking about preachers being sued for it. And uh, so that brings me to the subject for today. The woman in Kentucky. Woman in Kentucky has now been placed in jail because she refused to issue a license to a homosexual couple. Surprise, surprise. I talked about it three years ago in the book. (laughs) Saw the day coming. Didn't give specifics such as this, but saw the day coming. That brings me to another issue. After watching and hearing the course that our nation has taken, I have decided to rephrase what I call myself. What do you mean? I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you. I have referred to myself over and over again as conservative slash libertarian. Conservative means that I want to conserve the way things are. This no longer really facilitates my expression. It does not paint an accurate picture because I do not want America to stay the course that it is on now. I do not want to keep things the way that they are. I do not, I've never been for abortion. I have never been for gay marriage. I have never been for a nation that is trillions of dollars in debt that um, cannot get a hold of its deficit, that spends more money than it brings in. I have never been in favor of any of these things. So to call myself a conservative has really been misleading, misguided. So if you want to know where I stand, I am full-fledged now libertarian. Not even positive I can call myself a Republican. After all, let's look at what we call conservatives. We would call Jeb Bush a conservative, but Jeb Bush will give us what we have already gotten. We could look at, for instance, uh, John Cornyn. John Cornyn calls himself a conservative, but voting for John Cornyn, now granted, I understand I'm in Texas, and so uh, voting for Cornyn, you're going to get what you have always gotten. I'm not a conservative. I am a libertarian. 
I am for liberty. I believe the government should be completely out of marriage. Should be an issue addressed solely by the church. Whatever church that is. Some churches I firmly disagree with. Some churches are for homosexual marriage. That is fine for that church. It is not fine for the government to arrest a woman because she was elected to an office that then they changed the rules. Not okay. Not okay whatsoever. I had one person saying that it was a, that she had, that she was ignorant, that she uh, just should requit, and I understand that sentiment. But there is another issue. You see, this is, at this point, the only elected office that we have seen as a nation that has decided to stand up to the federal government. Isn't it a shame it's a county clerk? Where are our gutless senators, our gutless Congress? Where is our governor? Where are, I could go on down the list, and a county clerk is the one that's going to stand up to the federal government. A woman at that. Where are our men? What a shame. What a shame. Another reason why I cannot call myself a conservative. Simply libertarian. Let's get the government out. That's the only chance we have as a people. Let me take a break. When I come back, we will go through the Bible in a quadrillion years. Hold on just a second. Will someone shut that man up? Never! Never! Are you a single woman with a frisky boyfriend? What you need is to be able to look at your frisky boyfriend and say, I can't. I'm on the pill. This is the most successful birth control pill ever invented. Ladies, single ladies, let me tell you how this works. You take this little bitty pill. No, you don't swallow it, but you hold it in between your knees. It is 100% guaranteed to work or your money back. And for you married women, your husband now feeling a little frisky, nighttime, kids are in bed, it's a good opportunity. This is what you need. You need to look at your husband and repeat these words. I can't. I'm on the pill. That's right, married ladies. We haven't forgotten about you. All you need to do is tell your husband you're on the pill. Honey, get me an aspirin. I've got a headache. And your problem is solved. And we are back. And we are about to go through the Bible in a quadrillion years. We are in Genesis, Genesis chapter 31. We're going to pick up at verse number 31. The Bible says this, And Jacob answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I said, Preadventure thou wouldest take by force thy daughters from me. With whomsoever thou findest thy gods, let him not live. Before our brethren discern thou what is thine with me, and take it to thee. For Jacob knew not that Rachel had stolen them. 
And Laban went into Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent and into the two maidservants' tents, but he found them not. Then went he out of Leah's tent and entered into Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the images and put them in the camel's furniture and sat upon them, and Laban searched all the tent, but found them not. And she said to her father, Let it not displease my Lord that I cannot rise up before thee, for the custom of women is upon me. And he searched, but found not the images." So let's go back. Let's back up just a second and remember exactly what is transpiring. Jacob has finally had all that he can take from his in-laws. He's packed his bags and he has left. But his wife, one of his wives, Rachel, the one that he served 14 years for, really, she has stolen the gods of her father. She refused to leave the gods in the past as she went to serve Jacob's God. So she has brought these idols, these images with her, and Laban doesn't know that Jacob has ran. And he's now found out that he's fled, he's chased after him, it's taken him a while, he's finally gotten there, and he is using the excuse, my gods have been taken, and Jacob says, if you can find whoever stole them among us, we'll kill them, we'll let them die, I'll give them to you and they will die. And so the call has been out. Now, just in case you don't know, you cannot serve two masters. When you walk with Jehovah of the Old Testament and Jesus of the New, you must leave every other God behind. You cannot serve God and mammon. It means you can't serve money and God at the same time. You cannot serve Satan and Jesus. <laughs> it is impossible. We have watched people try to do it and it never works. You will sell out to one or the other. She has sold out to the gods of her father, which was in idolatry. And so now he says, pre-adventure, Jacob says, behold, I was afraid. This is why I ran. This is why I fled, because I was afraid pre-adventure. That was take by force thy daughters from me. You're going to take my wives if you found me. That's why I left. For, for, with whomsoever thou findest that God's let him not live. So now his wife is going to die. Rachel is going to die. She should die because she stole the gods the gods of this world. She stole the images from her father. Preventure that was take by force. The fathers let them, uh, whoever stole it, let them die. Um, let our brethren discern between us and take it for yourself if you find it. For Jacob knew not that Rachel had stolen them. Surely if he would have known that Rachel stole them, he would have said not so. And he would have maybe, I'm sure he would have still given them back, but he would not have offered for her to die. The Bible says that Laban went into Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent and into the two maidservants' tent, but he found them not. Then he went out of Leah's tent and entered into Rachel's tent. That's where they are. Now Rachel had taken the images and put them in the camel's furniture, so she has hidden them amongst the stuff. She's hidden them in the camel's furniture and sat upon them, and Laban searched all the tent but found them not. So now he's looking, he's trying to find his gods. Recognize, again, you cannot serve two. And when she left with Jacob, she was saying, your God's going to be my God. But she tried 
to bring the old gods from the past, and it never works. So she is sitting on them to try to hide them, and then she gives the greatest excuse that only women can give. She says to her father, Let it not displease my Lord that I cannot rise up before thee, for the custom of women is upon me. It's my time of month. <laughs> and he searched, but found not the images. Recognize that really who we're hiding from is not our old man in the old past. Who we're hiding from when we reach back into the past and bring it into our present. Who we're trying to hide from, we can hide nothing from. That would be the Lord. You can hide nothing from him. He knows, Rachel, he knows what's under that seat that you're sitting on. He knows what's in the camel's furniture. And maybe your dad doesn't know. Maybe the old man. Maybe the past doesn't understand. But God knows and his eyes are on you. I have run out of time, so we will talk to you later.